We have a lot of people not here this week. He's oh, poor Dave. Elise and I are fighting right now. Please start without. <laughs> he stopped his fight to text me. I'm mm. okay. Anyways, um, not surprised. Um, anyways, um, the uh, so uh, uh, we we have currently in our our group available to play. Uh, we have uh, Ben Ryer uh, uh, with his girlfriend Natasha, uh, and we have over here um, Zach, our uh, uh, our, li- our our fighting librarian, and everybody else has kind of taken a powder on us this week. So it's okay. We're uh, considering that what you're the the I'm not saying you're not going to get into trouble because you always seem to. Uh, but you're at least not in the middle of a combat that needs to be resolved. You guys have just uh, arrived at Little Texas. You were uh, flying uh, away from Ice Cap after depositing uh, this guy that you uh, questioned his uh, uh, his value, his 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 uh, motives. And uh, left him on uh, a, uh, a an actual police officer left him on the banks of it, and uh, here we are now. Um, uh, you, had to, you had to fly very slowly uh, and at high altitude to try to uh, to delay your arrival uh, at Little Texas until dawn, because in the hinterland there is no light at night unless the light is produced. So uh, uh, and we and the um, officer Dan tore off the paper doll that the cop was carrying. The last thing that happened was is that um, he he was uh, everyone was informed by uh, their their oh. visitor that the last oh. thing that the magician had told him was is that if, if he failed in his mission, <coughs> he was to tear up the paper doll that was that he was given and he had in his wallet. And so after he was set off, uh, for some strange reason, I don't know why, mm-hmm. uh, but um, Officer Dan decided to crush the paper doll into a little tiny ball in his fist, yeah. at which point um, uh, okay. our uh, <laughs> uh, Jason Cunningham Fast screamed and 
got crushed into a little ball, too. Uh, he would have died, except that someone had uh, one of the drama cards that said, exhibit a magical power that you've uh, <laughs> never exhibited before. And, um, and, and the one he's going for is healing. So Jason will, in fact, survive, even though he was mortally yeah. wounded. But he's definitely going to be out of action for quite some time, I would imagine, as a result of this tremendous insult to his body, even though he was miraculously restored. Did we actually see him crushed, or is it just you crushed the doll and he's just, like, generically damaged? Uh, it's, well, when this happened, he basically screamed and, 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 and fell into a ball. So, uh, and you definitely saw his face... Uh, and limbs deformed, like like he was all twisted up when this happened. So I would say that yes, he was physically actually damaged. It wasn't just like he his it was like his heart stopped, or mentally he he had the the impression that he was being crushed. It actually physically happened to him. <clears throat> now, if the wizard, if the magician was able to just hurt anyone like this, then he wouldn't have to send anyone after Fast. Not necessarily true. Remember, he wanted to pull him back. The whole point was to bring him back, not to kill him. Because <laughs> if, if he could kill him this way, then we're in trouble, because the bad guys could always, as a last resort, um, kill any of their minions long distance. If he just happens to have another paper doll of him. This is always possible. We don't know how. We don't know how limited this ability is. I'm sorry. What's your question? You might want to go and make a check at this point because nobody seemed to. Uh, I mean, you weren't here last week, so nobody you know, had your character do anything. So I'm saying they looked at it, they saw this smudge that was on it. It looked like a flat Stanley from a, a childhood, um, you know, uh, project. You know, where they take the little doll and they dress them up in little doll clothes. And you take and you send it to a relative, and the relative takes pictures all over the. The distant town in which they live, and then they finally send back, and you put it all together into a um, scrapbook format, and then present it to class. This is what my Vlad Stanley did. So it looked like that kind of a paper doll. So nobody was making any big deal about it. Well, I was, but everybody, whenever I said maybe we should figure out what what this is, um, they said, "Oh no, we got to do stuff something else instead." Right. Well, it was fine until someone decided to crush it. <laughs> well, I, 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 I just rolled. I rolled a three, so I guess I don't. I haven't had it that much before. Unless you Benny it. Yeah, you can Benny it, you know. Yeah, no, it's very I'll, I'll Benny that. You will or what? Okay. Well, I mean, it looks an awful lot like this is one of those classic voodoo doll type situations, which is kind of what you already thought. Uh, 
You don't know what that smudge is on the doll, on the on the paper of the doll, but you figure it's probably something that is from Jason. It could be anything. It could be uh, saliva. Yeah, it could be anything, but probably it's physically part of Jason. So um, your knowledge would be that if you could if you could get rid of that off the doll, it might actually break the curse. The doll would no longer affect him physically, because that's how you know voodoo dolls work. You take the part of of a person that's representative of that person, you stick it in the voodoo doll, or you stick it on the outside of it. And that's what makes the connection. So the question I have for you is, is that are you willing to risk whatever method you're going to use in order to try to get it off the paper that it's not going to cause, you know, damage to Jason? Because, like, for example, if you try to scrub it off, it could very easily flay him alive. Well, that's, that, that was my same concern. And you just mentioned that. Have you ever, you ever bring a pencil and try to erase it too many times? It just wears it right further. Yeah. Not knowing. Not knowing uh, more about this, I'm sure it takes research. Uh, I agree. This would be this would probably do more damage, and we still have enough information. And it's, you know, it's not like you can't go and take the doll and put it someplace safe. As long you know, as long as the plane doesn't you know get exploded or burn up or something, there's probably places on the plane that you could safely put it that it would. You wouldn't have to worry about bad things happening. <clears throat> Are there any magical researchers in Little Texas? How would, you know, how would you know this? I don't know, maybe one of them is famous. Okay, the answer to that is you know of no famous magical researchers in Tex- Little Texas. Do we know of any? Well, if they weren't famous, you wouldn't have heard of them at all, would you? Right. Okay, so there are no famous magical researchers in Texas. Are there any anywhere in the world? Well, there are That you've heard of? Yeah. I, I don't know. See, you're, you don't have a background for this. You don't even care about this sort of thing. So, answer <coughs> Right, but I mean, I don't care about famous painters, but I know who Rembrandt is. Okay. Um, I would... But yeah, but at the same time, is that you've gone through... Um, you know, public education to learn about this sort of thing. When you went through your newcomer train, it didn't say, oh, and by the way, here's a list of really famous people in all the different places. Yeah, but like, you may, there might be like newspaper articles or something which mention it in a way which said, expects that the reader already knows it. You know, if I was you, uh, instead of asking me these kinds of questions, I would say, hey, why don't I look in my hinter guide? The thing yeah. that they get, yes, I told oh. you, you all have, all this stuff that we look at is on these pages. These are, this is all part of the hinter guide. I'll look the, at my hinter guide. Well, go ahead. I don't have it with me. Why don't you have it with you? Bring it. Okay, so your character has it, but you yourself doesn't have it. Right. So why don't you go ahead and look for it in this, this copy I have right here? Look under Magicost if you can find it. Anyways, so, um, so, all right, so, uh, Jason is, is, is. Hey, Center for Medical Research. Does it have a person's name there? No. I guess there's no famous magicians then. Okay, so, 
So that basically everybody else is kind of on the background auto run. So it comes down. Uh, you guys are landing uh, at Texarkana. Uh, it is the closest uh, airport to the direction in which you are traveling. And so you land there. Uh, just as da- right after dawn breaks, you basically you, the, you, you start talking, saying, hey, Tower, you, you listening? You got your ears on, good buddy? And and you hear this Texas drawl come back and says, hey there, partner, you're up pretty early here in the hinterland. This is, this is got some place to be. And either you can answer that question. Maybe we want to land here. <clears throat> okay. Is, does Zach have an, an answer to that question? No, we were, we were just traveling through the night. Uh, we're just here to land. Uh, well, come on in. Uh, he says, it's, uh, it just, there's only one runway, so you shouldn't have any trouble finding it. See you when you do a touchdown. Bye now. Click. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> and you see, as you see, like a about a, a a mile and a half long runway sticking out in the middle of sage, uh, and uh, just pretty much nothing much going on there. Uh, and you and you look around and you see nothing but but um, uh, farms and sheep fields, uh, and maybe some cattle, uh, a few dairy farms or whatever. So the plane comes down, touches down. Uh, go ahead and make a pilot check. Whoever's flying the plane. Okay. Six. Uh, eight. Where are you flying, Dan? Uh, apparently, uh, Dan, uh, not Dan, um, ben. Uh, ben decided to jump into the pilot seat. I thought I was already there. And, and do and do the piloting. I meant earlier. Okay, uh, okay so you, you've landed in. Uh, apparently, Dan is sitting over in the corner uh, of... Uh, Feeling terrible for what he's, he has accidentally done to Jason, <laughs> because because as annoying as the little pig was, he certainly didn't deserve what just happened to him. At least not you know not in in the eyes of your group. Now, according to uh, a certain uh, underworld figure, you know he's like going good, good Jason. Don't worry, you won't die. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, so you land and you look around and you're like, holy cow. He says, there was more stuff over at uh, uh, at Lizard Woods. Because what you see is you see literally um, a, a big uh, fuel container, which uh, has a symbol on it for alcohol. Uh, you see a couple of small sheds that probably have some workshops in them. You see a tower that um, isn't even that tall, <laughs> you know. And it's got one guy in top uh, wearing a wearing a uh, ten gallon hat waving at you through the glass, and uh, that's it. I mean, you you basically you you taxi off the runway and you're done. They don't. I mean, they don't even have um, they have tie downs, but they don't even have hangers here. And off in the distance, you see what looks to be like a small, uh, a small building, uh, and that's it. That's all there is. This is Texarkana. Welcome to Texarkana, boys. <clears throat> okay, now what's the, the what's the stuff that we need to get here, and what city is it in? Do we know that? Well, 
You don't know uh, you don't know which city it is, and, and, but you do know what you're here for. You're here. You're here to pick up uh, some uh, some leather seat covers, but you're, but there was also some notations about maybe picking up um, some uh, g- good lubricants, like because it sounds like you're going to need. In, uh, the uh, impression you're given is that you're going to need them, so you need to get some lubricants. Here's a good place to get them. Uh, and also, uh, here's a good place to get some major weaponry. Okay. And by major weaponry, apparently we're not talking about handguns. <clears throat> you're talking about, like, plain-mounted right. guns? Rifles, high-powered rifles? Right-powered rifles, possibly uh, uh, vehicle-mounted weaponry, you know, of some kind. No, we still don't have the actual plans for this device, right? No, you have no idea how... Does it say where we get the plans? No, it does not. It just All it is is that the the last place you're supposed to go to is Noram. That's all you really know. Now, are we actually picking up weapons, or does this mean we're just... Oh, by the way, here's a place you can get it. We're here to pick up the leather seat covers. There's remember this was this was not written for someone else to read. This was his own journal, so it's kind of like he's okay. saying, "Here's a good place to get weapons." So it's implied that at some point you should have weapons. Doesn't mean that you know. Doesn't mean that you have to get them here. There's other places that sell weapons, but you know. Little little taxes and yeah, I mean who knows? Did he uh, say about how much lubricant you need? Uh, you're looking at maybe um, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, twenty, thirty gallons. Hmm. How expensive is that? Very, uh, and that's not covered by a, 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 a receipt. That's something you're just going to have to pay for. Same with your weapons. The only thing that the only thing that there's an order for, which means it's probably paid for, is the seat covers. Now, the big city, uh, uh, according to your hincher guide, the big city here is Hempstead. So you're probably going to want to go there. Hempstead is also known uh, as Six Shooter Junction. Okay, what is shown on the receipt? Is there a city name or at least a store name? It has a store name. What's the store name? It says uh, Kickapoo uh, uh, Fine Leather Goods. <clears throat> have they, is the technology here advanced enough that they have telephones? There could be telephones. Okay, the question is are there telephones? Well, let's go toward the building and see if we can ask someone for a phone book. Okay, so you go, you get out, and you start walking over to where the tower is. Okay, there's a big sign on the side of the tower, and it says, remember, it says, it says, owning a gun is the law. Okay, good enough. And I think a, we've all got guns anyway. Well, I'm just telling you. There's a there's a door uh, down, uh, uh, at, of course, at the bottom of the tower. Uh, other than that, uh, there's uh, there's a big there's a big bell with a big hammer, and it says it has a sign next to it, and it says 
please ring for service. Does this, is there any sign that indicates what the tower is for? It's obviously there as, as part of the airport. But does it, is, is there a sign like that that says anything like, you know, management or report your flight plan here or something? No, it says Texarkana Air, uh, Airport on it. That's well, fine, I'll ring the bell. Alright. Now, just so you understand, the bell is not attached to the tower. The bell is actually off at the end of the runway. It seems like they may want to... They may want you to ring the bell in order to call somebody out there if you're out there. If you're here, you probably could just knock on the door, so I'll knock on the door. Okay. Knock on the door. Okay, about 30 seconds later, the door opens. You see this tall guy wearing the Stetson hat. He says, hey there. Hey. He says, welcome to Texarkana. Oh, thank you. I'm your, I'm the station master here. Richard Waller, Hmm. good to meet you. Shake his hand. Shake his hand. He's got a firm grip, very firm grip. Says, what can I do for you? Um, we're coming through here, and we're trying to find a particular store. And I'm wondering if you have a phone book or phone a book? map or a listing. We ain't got no phone book. It's it's eighteen seventy six, eighteen ninety seven here. Well, says we. Uh, I I got a. Yeah, I got a uh, 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 yeah, I, I got a telegraph that goes over to uh, San Antonio. Well, we don't. What we really need is to find out where a place is. You know, a place called, and I named the store. And this is Kickapoo. That's probably over there at uh, Six Gun Junction where the uh, casino is. Oh. That's where all the kick, that's where most of the Kickapoo are. The ones, of course, aren't farming and doing all the other stuff. Oh, it's Kickapoo is the name of the Indian tribe. Indeed it is. This is that, uh, well, and no, uh, it's also the name of the, uh, of, of our, our, our banking institution. Hmm. Is it a city name or just? No, no, that's, that's, as I just told you. I, are you okay there? He goes, he goes and grabs you by the I, ear. I'm a little blue. He grabs I mean. you by, yeah, oh yeah, oh my goodness. Okay. He grabs you by the ear and he, and he says, I said it's over at Six Gun Junction. Uh, uh, I'll set you down a little bit. Says, how far away is this, uh, is this, uh, uh, a day's travel, or how far that away? Oh yeah, it's it's a good uh, uh, it's a good hundred miles from here. Okay. Yeah. So, well, what do, you, do you have a team of horses, or do you have transport? Uh, well, I'm sure that uh, there's Doing probably horses. I'm sure there's probably some transport coming. You rang that bell, so uh, I'm sure someone's coming out here to, to check up on you. I don't have, um, says my horse is, my horse is over in, uh, in, in, in one of the, the sheds. Uh, uh, he's, or he's grazing in, in, in a little thing around the side. Uh, but, uh, I, I, 
There should be someone coming along pretty quickly. They saw the plane land, so they're probably heading over this way anyways. But now she rung the bell. I'm sure they'll be coming quick, as, as quick as they can. Of course, you know, it's horses. So, no, I appreciate it. You know, now, he says, if you want to head on over to Six Gun Junction, you might want to take your, uh, your airplane and fly it over to the airport over there. I mm. mean, that is... You know, it's a lot quicker way of getting there than to, than to take a uh, uh, a, a day long uh, a stagecoach ride. Yeah, so the airport's right there. Well, a, no, not right there, but near there. Yeah, we. we this is, uh, little Little Texas has four airports. Oh. Uh, uh, partner, this is uh, we, we consider ourselves progressive in that regard. Or she's looking around. And you see, you see his air. His airport is a is a tower. Um, I also know that, like you know, a few minutes ago, he said it was eighteen whatever here. It's eighteen ninety seven. Yeah. By the way, when I said tower, it's it's not really like a tower, like a you know, like a wizard tower. This is more like um, a, a watchtower for for uh, fire. It's like a fire watchtower. It basically came down a, rick, a, a set of rickety stairs all the way down to the yeah. bottom. You know, like you do with climbing up to the top of uh, uh, some of those those uh, rides over in yeah. the theme park? Yeah. So, you know, oh. the, the actual enclosed area was the very top. But there was a door at the bottom. It, it did close at the bottom. Um, thanks for the information, but... Um, just in case, is there a wet place we could find... Uh, List of your local businesses. Well, the only business we have oh, is is the is the bar and um, uh, the I, I just, I'm sorry the saloon uh, and the uh, um, and the boarding house right over there. Uh, you might have seen the building as yeah, you came yeah. in. It's also right there next to the the livery stable and the uh, uh, and the stagecoach uh, uh, platform. That's pretty much all we have here. We got a lot of hardworking people, but they kind of stay themselves. Uh, we do every once in a while. People do come in, and, and we uh, do a little trading about once every two weeks. Have a little have a little festival. Um, of course, once a year we have a really big festival where we have you know the big sheep shearing contest. Hmm. Oh, that's like the whole. We have to make that back. I forget. Does the hinterland have seasons? Uh, the um, the hinterland has seasons, and each environ has its own season. Huh. So they don't match up. I mean, some environs have like you know not uh, more winter than summer. Some have more summer than winter. Some have summer all the time, like Sierra, where it's never anything but summer hot and nasty, or. Ice cap, where it's never anything but icy and and snowy and everything else. So then you have places like uh, Bruno's Vineyards, where it's always springtime. But most places have real seasons, like winter, summer, spring, fall. Just like uh, you had in New Pittsburgh, and you also had in Little Pierre. Lokiev is one of those places that has short summers and long winters. You manage to get there kind of in the in the in the decline of winter, you know, right before the summer started. Mm. Okay, so uh, 
So basically, uh, looking over there, you can see in the distance a, a cloud, uh, you know, uh, some kind of a mistiness or something obscuring the, the, uh, in the distance. You can also see the haze rising up off the uh, off the road. You can tell that this is going to be a hot one today. Mm-hmm. Now, as you continue to stand there and watch, the uh, uh, you see that the uh, it looks like a uh, a four horse team pulling a, a, a wagon is rolling up towards you, and it pulls up to the end. And, and this guy gives up and says, "Hey there, partner." Hey. He says, "My name is Gomez. Good to see you." You know, my name is Ben. He says, "All right, are you got any cargo you need to take over to the uh, uh, to, uh, to the saloon?" And at this point, we're not even sure if we're staying because we were just informed by the man in the tower that um, places that are Kickapoo are probably located in the, a town near one of your other airports. Places that are Kickapoo? I don't sure we're, we're looking, we're looking, there, we're looking for an, We're looking for a store, which is named, and I named the store. And the store was called? It was Kickapoo something. I don't Kickapoo remember. Kickapoo Fine Leather Goods. Kickapoo Fine Leather Goods. Well, he says, I can't say I ever heard of it, but it probably would be over there in uh, uh, Six Gun Junction. Unless, of course, it's... Hey, Gomez, I'm going to you. Zach, Zach, I'm going to Do you have anyone here that may be familiar with the towns and services in Six Gun Junction we could talk to? Well, you'd probably be best talking to the uh, either the bartender... Or, um, or talking to, uh, uh, you know, maybe, uh, uh, maybe, uh, uh, Miss Louise who runs the, uh, the boarding house. Uh, and there's always a possible, and, and maybe some of the people who live there, you know, so they might have used to live over there at Six Gun Junction. It's a, it's, it's a, uh, you know, rowdier place than around here. Some people come here for the quiet. And there's lots of that. He seems to be yelling at you, by the way. I'm not, you're not sure why he's yelling at you, but he is. Mm-hmm. Well, Ben, do you think you we want to head over to the... To the saloon, yeah. Let's see, the way to Yeah. It's all right. Sure. Well, hop on in. Got, all, got everything you want? Um, yeah, we're... Pretty much. Okay. That it'll be a silver since you ain't got no luggage other than your your persons. Uh, it'll be a silver taking you back. Give him the silver. Okay. Looks at he says says what says little Pierre. Wow, this silver's gone a long way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess it spends as well as any. Nothing else. Those slot machines. Take, uh, we'll take anything that's uh, the right size and shape. And so he says, well, it, it looks like he says, come on, Josephine. It's time to head on back. And Josephine says, why? We just got here. Says, Josephine, what's, what's that, the mule? No, the horse. The horse. horse looks back and says, why? We just got here. Says, Josephine, I ain't, I ain't got time for your lip today. Says, we got ourselves paying customers. We need to head on back. Says, I'm not going anywhere until I get a drink. Says, sir and lady uh, and, and, and gentlemen, 
says, I do apologize for the absence of my horse. I'm not your horse. You don't own me. You hired me. Uh, okay, I, I apologize for the uh, obstinance of my employee, but this is my lead horse, so... You, you can say my for somebody you hire, like my lawyer or my doctor. <laughs> it doesn't mean you own your doctor. Horse looks at you and says, oh, what, are you a lawyer? It's just, it's just, what? No, actually, it says you're you're off, you're awfully. Uh, actually, I'm an engineer. You're awfully chatty for a big break, you know. So uh, <laughs> Natasha says that's Mister Grape. I'll have you know. Natasha, grapes are purple anyway. We're blue. The horse, the horse, uh, the hor uh, uh, Clementine says, he says, well, it doesn't surprise me that you come in bunches. Anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to mosey this, this wagon over to the, to, uh, uh, you know, to the, to the water trough over there. It says, go ahead and turn the spigot on. I prefer my water fresh. So, uh, anyway, so Gomez, you know, grumbles a bit and says, yeah, so if I could pull this wagon, I wouldn't even use it at the time. They kind of have a union, you know? Uh, anyway, so he goes over and gets out and starts cranking on this. There's a hand crank on the end of the, uh, 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 of, of the, there's a hand pump. There's a hand pump, uh, for water and, with the spigot pouring into this big uh, horse trough, which appears to be empty. It appears to be all dried out. So he's like pumping it. Psh, 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 psh. Takes him a good five minutes to fill it sufficiently with water before the horse will deign to put his mouth down and drink. At which point he does, making big slurping, belching sounds. But, mm. Ah, it's the spot. Yeah. And while that's going on, he uh, a Gomez goes and gets out a bucket and you know, pours puts some water in the rest of it and goes and hand waters the other two horses because they're all still attached to the uh, wagon. At which point they then says, "Okay, I'm ready." He says, "Sorry, boss, but you know I got I got to wet my whistle when I got to wet my whistle." So yeah, I understand. You horses are since the horses are unionized, do they have like union? Tags or something. Uh, who are you asking? Who are you asking? I'm just, I'm just asking you. Do I see them wearing like union badges or something? You see all kinds of things on them, uh, but you don't know necessarily what they mean. Okay. Anyways, the uh, the horses back away from the trough and turn around and start heading off. Um, there's um. Uh, there's seat, there, there are some, some flip out seats in the back of the wagon that you guys can sit on. And someone, if they want to, can sit up and, uh, ride, sh uh, well, two of you, if you really wanted to, could ride Shaka, uh, up on the, uh, on the front with the wagon, the driver. Okay, so you're gonna stay in the back with yeah. Natasha. How about you, um, Zach? Are you gonna ride up with the driver or stay in the back of the wagon? No, I'm gonna ride up the driver and the driver. You know, I'll see a couple of talk to horses, so yeah. this is really 
So these are going along, and um, and they sit around and say, "So tell me what you're here for." We're here to um, pick up um, a, a shipment of seed covers um, from the leather goods shop. And we seem to have landed at the possibly the wrong airport, although we don't really know yet. So he turns to you, Zach, and he says, so tell me, what are you here for? Let's say, hey, we're here to pick up some supplies, uh, run the mill stuff, uh, okay. pick up some leather seat covers, maybe some lubricants, but uh, yeah, we're just here and uh, find, find out what else we can pick up, see what kind of stores they have. Well, we ain't got much in the way of stores. Like I said, we're mostly a, a farming community out here, farming and ranching. Uh, there ain't no uh, drilling around here. That's all out in uh, uh, Gal. Uh, sorry, uh, that would be uh, uh, Dallas. That's out of Dallas. Okay. It's the most famous oil well and the only one uh, in the hinterland is right in Galveston, Texas. I did not the only one in hinterland. Yes, it is the only. Oil well in the hinterland. I, I had no idea. Yes. If you're using uh, real real petroleum oil, you either are using salvage or it came from our well here in Little Texas. I bet it's some type of setup. No, you just blame the hinterland at all. Pardon? Uh, that's, that's some type of setup. Uh, you supply the uh, only oil well for the hinterland. That's 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 something. Well, I mean, it's the only place there is one, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> we it's it, it, it's not exactly luck. It's more like we found someone found it, <laughs> and so and they said, "Hey, let's build Texas here." No, no. Uh, people wanted to live the uh, live in the old west long before they ever found that oil well. well that was just uh, a pleasant surprise. Now we make most of uh, we make most of our exports in, in uh, prime beef, uh, a wool, uh, you know, high grade horse flesh like Clementine here, and uh, and other types of things like that. You know, and of course entertainment. Says people from all over the hinterland come to visit us. Uh, and uh, go to the, the, the Kickapoo uh, uh, Casino. But the oil, you know, the oil's, the oil's important. Pardon? Well, we're going to, uh, is there some, a good place that, that, uh, that they someone to get it's going to be good to ales or beers? Oh, yeah. We, we, de we definitely have uh, some of the, we have good, uh, uh, good ales, and we have some really good, uh, uh, we have some really good uh, spirits. I mean, you know, we do have one of the finest uh, distilleries uh, in the hinterland because of that oil well. So it provides not only, of course, fine-grade oils, but it's also that it provides the level of, of uh, expertise, let's say, and, um, uh, and quality to provide... Uh, Truly superior distilled spirit. You won't find better 
uh, whiskey and bourbon and other types of things than you will here in Little Texas. You know, that's something I hadn't had in a long time. I've been missing a, a, a good bit of whiskey. Uh, and they have. Well, he, he pulls he pulls a flask out of his pocket. He says, "Well, he says I hate to, I, I he says I'd hate to keep you uh, uh, missing it any longer than necessary. Just take a swig of this on the house." Oh, no! What if I could? Okay. So we knock back a finger of whiskey, and this stuff is like fire running down your throat. But it's also you know smooth too. It's one of those things where you're like. <laughs> Smooth, and you know, after the after the initial uh, discomfort of drinking it, it grows like a like a like a living fire inside your belly, but in a good way. You feel yourself beginning to sweat, and as you begin to sweat, you also begin to feel cooler. So you're like, oh, that's how these people stay cool in this hot climate. They drink all, all the time, and they sweat it out. This has to be the finest I've ever tasted in many a year. Uh, I have, thank you, sir. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, we we take, you know, this this is uh, a little, uh, 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 this this is this is a, a nice little imported thing from over there at the. Uh, 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 over there at, at the uh, Hempstead uh, refineries, uh, and uh, uh, I should say bottling plant, and we look forward, and I, I, I keep it around for uh, to, you know as as a welcome as a welcoming gift for uh, for new people who've never been to Little Texas. This is clearly your first time here. <coughs> at which point Clementine says, first first time here." He says. Says you're a greenhorn. Is that it? I'm starting to blow. Those words waft over behind them. This is the first time I've been here, but I appreciate the hospitality. Natasha goes and gives you a dig in the ribs. Says the horse is trying to be nice. (laughs) I'm just joking. Hey, clipped up, yes. So are you a greenhorn or are you a tenderfoot? I'm not sure the difference between those. Well, greenhorn is somebody who's never actually done anything but the rock the rock boards. A tenderfoot is somebody who really has no idea what they've gotten themselves into, and usually they find themselves kind of worse for wear in a short period of time. I hope then that I'm a greenhorn. All right. Is you run into more greenhorns or tender feet? Oh, definitely more tender feet. <laughs> especially when they, especially when they're here. I mean, you know, most people fly straight over to uh, uh, straight over to uh, six six conjunction. Now, looking at you guys, uh, first of all, are you guys wearing your guns openly? Yeah. Because okay. there was a sign that said you have guns. So. Okay. So I see you guys have have weapons. Okay. Are you? Uh, do you have any plans for not wearing your weapons? Well, I saw a sign which says weapons. Which says what? Is there any gun? Is 
weapon rules in a six-step junction? I, I saw a sign which says weapons are required, so I figure probably I should keep wearing them. Well, I obviously, like, when I go to bed, I don't want to still be wearing them or in the shower, but aside from that. <laughs> you are funny. Uh, no, no. Uh, what I'm talking about... Uh, or do we need to, like, register them or something? No, nothing like that. What you need to do is you need to buy a brassard. At which point Clementine says, hey, my mom knew my dad. <laughs> so I said, brassard, you old nag. Says so that's, 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 a, that's a, a little metal medallion you wear on a uh, on, a, on an armband. Mm. You can also wear it on your hat, which you don't have. And that just basically says is that I got a gun, I'm just not wearing it right now. Oh. Okay? So, but, you know, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a environmental law that everyone needs to own a weapon, um, needs to be able to protect themselves, because we ain't got no police, except, you know, the, the, the of course, the, the, uh, Interpol. Interpol. We don't have no truck with no hinder pole. We take care of our own problems. Because, uh, we don't have a Pentel constable or a sheriff? Uh, we do not. Uh, the, the, um, uh, we do have, uh, we do have, uh, there's protection. There's, there's, uh, security people working the casinos and such. And of course, they have hired men watching over the, uh, oil well and such. But generally speaking, people are expected to take care of themselves. Now, of course, if we were attacked by sky pirates, okay, and that does happen, uh, then every man's expect every man, woman, and child, if they're all uh, if they're tall enough to belly to reach over uh, the bar and, and and get themselves a whiskey, are expected to have their guns at ready to hold off the uh, interlopers, hold off them them scoundrels, them. Uh, them roustabouts. So it was another bad uh, uh, term of, of disrespect for Scalawags. Scalawags. Who says, so, and, and you are too. You know, if you are here, he says, you, uh, even if you're a visitor, you're expected to come to the aid, the aid of, the, of the general wheel. That's W E A L, by the way. No talk out of you, you old nag. She has a better vocabulary than I do. She loves to point it out to me. Clementine says, well, have you ever bought her to read a book? <laughs> Anyways, the other horses, by the way, have nothing to say about any of this. They're just plodding along. Uh, but in answer to your question, Zach, uh, uh, everyone is expected to... Um, uh, to hand their, their pistols uh, and rifles or whatever else to the bartender if they're in the uh, in the when they're in the saloon and uh, and he will uh, keep them safe and give them back to you uh, when it's time to leave. Just in a drinking setting like that, sometimes tempers get a little bit flared, and uh, we find it's best not to have people with ready access to weapons when all of a sudden there's two you know. Two uh, ace of clubs showing up 
on top on the table during a uh, a five card stud play. Yeah, but other than that, no, no, you can wear your gun everything you want to. You can wear it in church. You can wear, which we don't have, by the way. Um, we uh, <laughs> uh, says the parson holds uh, uh, holds services at his house. Uh, but uh, the uh, but you can wear you can wear it in the bathtub like like the blue guy back there said. What's your name again? Ben. Ben. So Ben says, "I, I, uh, and this is I, Natasha. Ben and Natasha. I got to ask this question. Okay, are you like related? Um, no. In fact, we turned blue. Um, sometime after we met, it involved a accident at a." Strange chemical plant that was built in the middle of a forest by Restorkies and maintenance and was being used by wild men. Well, that is a, that is a tall tale. You come to the right environment if you want to tell tall tales like that. So, well, I just, just wondered since you both have the same uh, affectation. Yeah, the same you to you. I thought maybe you were brother and sister, maybe. Yeah. And she says, uh, and, and Natasha says, well, we are engaged. Um. She looks at you. She, she snuggles up to you. Isn't that right, honey bun? Did she say R or R? R. Uh, well, it's, it's something we're considering. You're saying you're gonna say that to her face when she's yeah. looking at you with those big her 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 her, her big brown eyes, you know, the size of anime characters it seems. I'm making this signal to bit like Whatever you say, Natasha. Oh, and she throws her arms around your neck and gives you a big kiss. She says now says now we gotta now we gotta buy a ring. <laughs> I'm the happiest girl in the world. <laughs> She's covering your face with kisses. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I say, we'll play, Natasha. We'll play. <laughs> she says, "Don't worry, Zach." He says, "He says, uh, he says I always get as good as I get." Anyways, uh, so this guy kind of rolls his eyes and says, "Burners." <laughs> yeah, he says, "He says you better." He says, "You better get yourselves under the shade before the sun gives you sun uh, gives you this heat stroke back there." And uh, they continue. They continue. They continue to roll forward. How far away is this saloon? Um, it's about, um, it's about two miles away, so it, it's, it's taking about 20, 30 minutes to get there. Hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't know, I thought it was just like walking distance. Well, you, you notice that, that the land in which the, uh, 
the, the, the airport is on is, is very rocky, scrub ground. It's, it doesn't seem to have any real water in except that one, that one little well that it had. So this is probably the least valuable land in the area. Uh, this is why they built here. So, and then of course the, uh, 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 and you see a whole bunch of farms around, like, you know, you see the, the, the corn and the wheat growing and, um, the green beans. And, and like I said, there's, there's, uh, also, uh, animals out there eating, you know, grasses and stuff, cows, sheep, lots of sheep. So. You see a couple of, uh, a lot of people are just walking around, checking on their animals. They're not, you know, really uh, riding horses. It looks like a lot of people actually walk. They may have a horse or two, but uh, they. Uh, it seems like they're, they're pretty uh, stay-at-home bunch around here. Eventually, you do pull up over to the... Uh, Pull over to the saloon, and I don't know how well you're going to be able to see this picture. Can you see that? Oh, yes. Okay. So what we have here is we have a two-story building with a top, with a huge veranda that goes around the top level, and then the bottom level is the same size veranda, but it's covered over with, obviously, the flooring that makes the top veranda. So it's it's, it's got a, a, a shelter thing. Uh, Two-story buildings for this place are sort of impressive. Well, it and this is basically the the boarding house. This is the hotel. So, um, and, and behind it, you can see a uh, a large uh, well, it looks like about maybe a forty fifty foot tall tower with a windmill on it. With and you can hear the the chomping sound, letting you know that it's uh it's doing something. We're not quite sure what it's doing. Anyways, the um, uh, there's there's people st- sitting around outside on uh, rocking chairs. Uh, there are there is a yeah, there are a, a it, it's it's pretty it's pretty empty. Mostly, what you're seeing are old people. When I say old, of course, I mean they're in their fifties. <laughs> Which means you mean people who look like they're in their fifties, or people who people are who in their fifties that look who, like they're people who look like they're in their fifties. A lot of them have big beards, uh, and uh, and they all wear hats, I guess. They all have hats or bonnets on. There's a couple, there's some women out here too. Uh, it looks like there's not a whole lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, the uh, so you uh, and like I said, there's a platform over on the side, a big wide platform, and there's a uh, uh, there's a post. Uh, and- <laughs> Uh, and there's a box over there that says uh, tickets, uh, stagecoach tickets. And there's a, uh, a, a apparently you're supposed to drop money into the box and buy your ticket. Hmm. So, but there's these two big, you know, uh, Dutch doors, uh, swinging doors for going into the saloon, just like you'd expect. And inside, you hear the sound of a of a you know of a of a piano playing. I clap go in on the back on the shoulder and let me return the favor. How about a how about a you take a sampling of that whiskey white treat for this one? He says, "You know, you know, Mister, I'm not going to tell you no." 
<laughs> so as we go in, do they collect our guns? Well, you, you uh, as you walk in, okay, you see a sign by the door that says, you know, please surrender your firearms to the bartender. Okay. And I will give him my guns to the bartender. Okay. And basically that's what happens is, is that uh, Gomez walks over to the bartender, pulls out his hog, slaps it down on the bar, and says, brought you some new customers. At which point the bartender goes and pours some whiskey and pushes it at him, saying, there you go. Gomez. Gomez knocks it back real quick, puts it back down again, and uh, and then turns and says, yeah, this is the man to give your gun to. Okay, I'll give him the gun. I have a thank you, Don, and I hand it to Marky. Yeah. I assume Natasha gives hers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Now, of course, these are... What? You have very modern-looking guns. They all wear six-shooters and, and derringers and all kinds of stuff like that. Or, or uh, they can tell we're visitors. But I'm just saying that you you're wearing you're wearing very modern guns and very modern-looking holsters. And uh, and so the uh, um. So he takes those and, and, and uh, apparently uh, puts them onto a shelf that's uh, below the, the bar counter. The, the bar is, is, is this beautiful piece of wood that's just just covered with a, a, a really fine, glowing wax. Uh, and the, the lights from inside here. And you notice that there are, there are incandescent lights in here. They're not using uh, kerosene. They're actually using lights. And so you realize that that clapping, you know, clacking sound that you were hearing is probably the windmill running a generator, or or possibly charging up lights, uh, charging up a battery of some kind. So that would mean they're actually using electricity that doesn't come from the thing in the center of the environment. Yes, that's very true. It's very likely that they do not get their electricity here from the uh, the power plant in the center of the environment. <laughs> Now this is pretty far. If you look at your map, you see that this is pretty far away from the center of the uh, uh, of the environment. So that could very well be. Anyway, so the the bartender looks at you and he says, "So what's so what are you poisoning me, boys and uh, lady?" Um, I'll just have some beer. All right. He goes over and he takes a a a, a mug and he t- he taps it a. a a keg, and it pours out, and it's it's a it's a thin little yellowish beer. That doesn't actually have almost any foam on it at all. And he looks over at Natasha. He says, "How about you, little lady?" I say, Natasha says, uh, uh, "She says I'd like uh, a sarsaparilla, sir." He says a sarsaparilla. <laughs> well, is, is there such a thing in yes, Russia? Absolutely. But in Russia, no. But apparently, she she, she picked up a few things. Um, and uh, and uh, she says uh, he says yes, and he goes and reaches underneath and he pulls out uh, a bottle and he pops the top off of it. And pours it into a glass, blah, 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 blah. He says, you want some ice for that? 
or do you just want some tonic water? She says, well, uh, whatever the fine ladies around here uh, uh, drink. She says, well, tonic water it is then. And he sprays the, a big shot of tonic water into, uh, in, in, into a sarsaparilla, uh, making it a, a charred drink. Now, he does look at it and, and he says, now, he says, this, he says uh, is this going to help your complexion? And she says, oh, you, he says, oh, you silly. He says, don't. He says, don't. We're, we're still trying to find a solution for that. This is not natural. It happened after an unfortunate uh, encounter with some chemicals. Well, it looks like you've drunk too much wine. and Maybe you might want to change over to uh, spirits instead. Anyways, he says that's a that's a uh, that's a silver bit for the beer and another silver bit for the sarsaparilla. Okay, fame. And that's uh, and uh, what's uh, looks up? He says, "What's what's your pleasure, gentlemen?" Looking over at uh, you, Zach. Uh, I'm going to go and I'll have one seven. So excellent choice. And he proceeds, to, he proceeds to pull out, uh, pull out another uh, 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 shot glass. He says, "How many fingers do you want?" I give you two. You got it. Of course. He says, "Okay, that's uh, that's that's three silver bits." I pay him. All right, and he'll toss you back some uh, some. So basically, some some smaller. Well, I don't, I don't know if you actually have bits, but if you don't, if you give the silver piece, I'll go and give you change of these smaller things that are stamped with. Uh, uh, it looks like uh, uh, Sam Houston's image on it. Okay. No, it's because they're. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, the Sam Houston silver dollar is the is the currency. So, by the way, looking around the inside of this place, you see there's almost nobody in here. Uh, there is a there is a, uh, a, 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 a an upright piano playing, but there's no one in front of it. But you can still hear the music coming from inside of it. No, I see you got a player piano. Yep, we have something. Just just because we're just because we're out here in the boot box. Doesn't mean we don't have any luxuries. Says we. This may not be the Kickaboo Casino, but we know how to treat our visitors right. Yeah. At which, at which point, a, uh, a a young woman comes sashaying up, wearing a uh, uh, a very uh, <laughs> uh, stop it. We're wearing a very poofy dress. And um and hose and and back this dog. Uh, and she 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 goes and gives a gives a look to uh, you, Ben, with uh, of course Natasha hanging on your arm and just kind of winks at you, uh, and uh, with with her heavily mascaraed eyes. 
and comes over and slips her arm through your uh, through your arm, Zach, and says, Mmm, I smell a real man. A man who knows the finer things in life. Tell me I'm right, honey. We lose Zach for all that? I don't know. went to the bathroom. Oh, wasted that. <laughs> All right. Well, what I said you missed was um, a woman wearing a poofy dress, showing a lot of leg and a lot of garter, uh, uh, wearing lots of makeup and uh, heavily uh, uh, eyelinered eyes, comes sashing across uh, from from uh, someplace outside the, the main bar area. Goes over, takes one look at uh, uh, Ben and uh, Natasha, who's holding on to him, gives him a wink, a saucy wink, and then comes over and slides her arm uh, right uh, through your arm and says, Hmm, I smell a man who knows the finer things. Tell me I'm right, honey. All right, thank you. My name is Miss Louise. You can call <coughs> you can call me Lulu. Yep. And if you know me really well, you can call me Lulu Bell. Well, I I hope to. That's possible, honey. I'm. Is it? <laughs> Says so he look. He looks around here and he says, "So how long are you in town for?" We're here just a few days. Uh, pick up some supplies. Wow. Uh, We're not in, in the actual town, or so. so are, is this a vacation for you? You to come to our little a uh, little hideaway? And she winks at you. We're in the environment for a few days. I don't think we're here. Okay. She says, uh, well, uh, it, she says it's, uh, it's a little early, but if you look around, you can see there ain't nobody else here. Uh, all the boys have, uh, headed themselves off to the farms to do their day's work, and, uh, uh, all the retirees are out there. Enjoying this nice sunny morning. Says I'd say we have the whole upstairs to ourselves if you're so inclined. Uh, I, 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 I am a deacon. What's that? I am a deacon now. She says, "Well, uh, after you." She said, "She's and she uh, and she looks over at the bartenders and she says, give me, give me some sherry, honey.'" And he turns around and, and, and uh, he, he gets a bottle of very red wine uh, and a couple and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, two shot glasses. And, uh, and she reaches over and deftly picks the three of them up there and just grabs you and walks, starts walking you over to the stairs up to the second floor. I, I, I yell out, don't run up, don't run up too big a tab when you're up there. No, I 
And she looks at you and says, Oh, honey, it's pay as you go. <laughs> Anyway, so you go, you will go upstairs and retire for the next few hours. Though I wouldn't call it actually restful. You still there? Okay. Well, while they're up there, um, I'll just uh, make some conversation with the bartender. Okay. Well, he's gonna look after you. Says, says, uh, he says, since you're new, and uh, are you new to uh, uh, uh little uh, Texas? Yes, we are. Well, then, uh, have you got yourself some uh, brassards? Uh, we, we were told about that already. We don't know where to get them. Do you have them here? Absolutely. We uh, always keep a ready supply of them. <laughs> uh, have a lot of travelers. Okay. Uh, everybody's got to have one. Um, do they come in different styles, or does everybody wear the same kind? Well, they all. They, there's a lot of different ones, but they basically it's a it's a big brass coin. On, a, on an armband, as long as you wear something like that, everyone can make you can make your own if you're so inclined, or you can uh, put your own slogan on it, uh, or you can, uh, you know, buy just a standard one. They, uh, I, this is, I, I have a, a an actual <laughs> imprint here that from the, uh, uh, from, uh, well, uh, from the main government. Uh, which is a coalition between all the uh, major cities, and I can just put I can you okay. Know, I'm, well, I'll get um, one for but, me and one for Natasha. So you just want to buy one that I happen yeah. to have? Okay, no problem. Uh, and he goes and uh, pulls out a box, and it's got a whole bunch of them in it. Some of them say things like "Don't tread on me." Other ones say "Remember the Alamo." Other ones say uh, it says, "I swear," you know. Uh, uh, she said she was 18. <laughs> they they don't actually have age of consent laws at 18 and here, I mean, it's, would they? It's clearly, it's a joke. Okay. okay. I mean, it's, these are, uh, some of them have jokes on them, some of them have slogans, some are political, some are religious. Okay. You know, uh, you know in God I trust for everybody else is Swiss, right. Sw- uh, you know, it, it's uh, Smith and Wesson. I mean, uh, there's there's symbols of Indian faces, uh, coyotes, uh, bears, dogs, whatever. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, okay. I'll I'll get one and get Natasha one. Yeah, you can get one for Zach too. So at least three. Well, I'm sure he can buy his own. He's, he's just a little busy right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So those are uh, those will be a silver piece each. <laughs> okay. I give him the money. All right. Um. So. And he goes and uh, it's. Uh, uh, this is, uh, I'll put a, a fine, uh, uh, new rawhide cord on it so you can tie it on. Okay, oh, now, I, I, I look around, I, yeah, breakfast here? We do. Uh, it's a little late for breakfast. Um, it, we just got in just when the, when the light, when the sunlight started, right? Well, I'll, I'll go and check in the back and see if there's, uh, I, what, what time is it now? 
Well, at this point, it's uh, somewhere around uh, uh, probably uh, nine nine o'clock in the morning. So, what yeah. time does the sun come up? Sun comes up at six, just like always. So, well, we we had to time our plane to get here just when the sun came up. So we got here at six. I don't think we've been here three hours. Yeah, well, you have been because oh, first okay. you had. Uh, well, and speaking of the jam, because uh, you had to wait for the wagon to arrive, and then you had to wait to get back. Okay. So the the ride was about uh, an hour okay, each well, way. So, and you've been out there chawing with the <laughs> for at least a half hour. I don't so. know what they have for breakfast here anyway. Yeah, um, and you won't. Until <laughs> tomorrow. So, um, what do you have in the way of food then? Well, let me see. And he goes and he... Uh, uh, he picks up a, a bell and he rings it. Ding, 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 ding. You know, and uh, this boy comes running out there and says, What, Pa? What do you need? He says, Is your ma still in the kitchen? Of course she is. She's getting ready for lunch. Making some, she's, she's, uh, uh, she's baking some biscuits. He says, That's good. Hey, you got anything left for breakfast? He says, Well, I don't know. I mean, there's always something, but Ma may have already folded it into a you know, into a casserole or something. So we'll go find out. We got some people here who got got in late and are hungry. Okay. So he runs off. Okay. And he uh, says, "We'll see what we can do here." Um, now, says if uh, if you're interested in um, uh, in milk or uh, we, you know, we 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 do have some uh, some coffee. well not coffee, but you're into some tea. We got tea and sugar and honey and coffee. I'm not coffee. Uh, 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 molasses and all those other things. Uh, and to tide you over until we can see what, what we can put in your belly. You have, like, I don't know, eggs or oatmeal or. Well, no, the eggs would all be gone, except what's being, you know, because anything that we don't, uh, 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 lunch isn't a big meal around here, it's just breakfast and dinner. The lunch, the lunch is for the people who are our residents here. Yeah. Okay. Um, and of course, like I said, if you wanted to, uh, uh, rent yourself a room for more than an hour, yeah. <laughs> then, um, I'm sure that we would be glad to put you onto our meal plan. No, we, we're actually not planning on staying here a long time because okay. we were told that the store we're looking for is probably um, located at six six gun junction. Yeah, that's the biggest town around. That makes sense. We're trying to find a place called Kickapoo Fine Leather Goods. Have you ever heard of it? That would be Kickapoo. Kickapoo Fine call, Leather Goods. You call one of you call one of those engines Kickapoo, and they're going to kick your poo for sure. Okay, my, my apologies. You'll be eating their foot. <laughs> All right, Kickapoo. All right, but it's. Kickapoo on fine leather goods. I would, and I, I know it would probably be there, but in the case it isn't, you haven't happened to have heard of it being anywhere else or have heard of it at all, have you? I'm going to give him a chance to know this. He's somewhat worldly. And I have, that is a success. He says, yes, that isn't, I have heard of that place. As a matter of fact, he says, I have a belt I bought there. Huh. Uh, it's a finely tooled, and it shows you this finely tooled belt. It's, it's got a, uh, a uh, so see this, this buckle? This is made out of repurposed brass from, from carbine shells. So this is, you know, this is gunmetal here. You know, 
fine, you know, the finest metal you can find because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been smelted to a higher level quality than a lot of the metals that are found otherwise. Anyways, uh, you see, look at the fine tooling that they did, okay, and, was, and was, look at the quality of the holes in the belt, okay, yeah. and, uh, yeah. you know, they're not, they're not, you know, they're not just square or, or, or irregular, they're finely punched. And of course, all the toolwork is, says this right here is, uh, uh, is, is the story of, uh, Running Bull, a very famous, uh, Indian, uh, back at Old Earth. Kickapoo, uh, uh, is apparently is one of their great legends. I say I haven't heard of him. I haven't heard of him either, but I believe him when they tell me that it's a, he's a hot, he's a hot guy. They're very serious about their, um, uh, their legends and things like that. They're very serious about their cultures. So it, it's, uh, it, it's kind of fallen to the Kickapoos who show the white man that the Indians are a force to be reckoned with. They're doing an awfully good job of it. Is that a, not nine out of nine out of ten mortgages in Little Texas are are uh, uh, are held by the the, the Kickapoo Bank of of of, uh, of Hempstead. So this store is located in Six Gun Junction. Then? Yeah, otherwise known as Hempstead. Yeah, it's Six Gun Junction. That's that's our favorite name for it. That's the that's the name we give to all the tourists. Yeah. I, I don't I doubt you're a tourist, considering you know, but you could be. Anyways, that's Dave's second message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Resolve now. People still have Skype. Okay, okay come on back. <laughs> All right, so um, so at least you've established that. Uh, the uh, uh, Gomez looks at you and says, you know, that girl gets prettier every day. Really? Yep. Says, proud to say I'm her papa. Okay, um... <laughs> I assume he's talking about Louise, but yeah, Miss Louise, yeah, the, the, the so-called owner of the uh, of, of the grooming house, saloon, and other things. All right, so um, anyway, so they come out. Uh, uh, the, the boy comes out with a small platter that's covered over with sliced bread and a big pot of. Uh, of fresh butter and two or three uh, containers of heavy jams, okay, and a, uh, a and a single uh, salted uh, 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 yes. stick of sausage. Uh, so it's, it's 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 like it's like dried salami, okay. and, and uh, with, a, with a little knife attached to it. And they didn't have like eggs or oatmeal or anything like that. Well, they weren't prepared to make it for you. Okay. Okay. So apparently is what they did. They're bringing you out some food to eat. And they're, they're, they're basically going heavy on the bread 
and um, okay and, and fruit spray. Well, I, I figure and, if and, I and, and and when I say a single thing of sausage, we're talking about you know something that's about maybe you know uh, four four inches long and about an inch and a half wide. Okay. So I mean, for two people, that would be probably plenty. Okay, but it also depends on what you want. I mean, and, yeah. and of course, there's plenty of tea. Um, and like I said, with uh, stuff like honey and everything else with it. Now, if you want more, you can ask for more, but they're probably going to tell you. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, they kind of implied the fact that, that yeah, that's in, a co- in a couple hours, there's going to be yeah. lunch, and lunch will probably be considerable more than this. Okay. They also don't seem to have much of a wait staff. Okay. Um, uh, Zach, there's a, a box of brassards. You might want to buy one. Well, he's still busy upstairs. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're finding out that you don't have to travel very far to go around the world, Zach. I can't hear you. I said you're finding out you don't have to go very far to go around the world, Zach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, um, so I, I, I just mentioned that also we need to... We need about 20 gallons of lubricant. I name whatever the name of the lubricant is. Um, if it has some kind of fancy name. Oh, okay. Uh, and there. We're not sure where to buy that, but we, but we've, we've been told we could buy that on the Sidbara too. Would I be able to get that? And so you're going to have to either go over to, uh, uh, either going to, you're going to have to go over to Six Gun Junction. Right. We're planning to or, go there anyway. Or you're going to have to, uh, 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 I'm sorry, uh, lost my map here. Uh, or you're going to have to go over to uh, <laughs> Dallas to, uh, uh, to the, to the actual, uh, uh, oil well. Yeah, we're, fire. we're not really staying in town that long because, you know, we found we need to go to Six, Six Guns Junction. Yeah, well, I'm just saying is that, Doug, uh, it, 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 you, because uh, we we don't uh, we don't even have a general store here. We want stuff. We pretty much just you know people come to us. You know we order stuff in for people. You know, we do have a supply to keep it back for people who you know, might you know run out of stuff. But most, we don't really have a store here. Mm. So it's, uh, it's just this is this is a little town. You got an airport. We have an airport, absolutely, and uh, that's. Uh, and that's important because sometimes people get hurt. They need to go off to the big town to get fixed up. And every once in a while, you know, we get some famous celebrities that come in and decide that they want a, a nice little uh, uh, rendezvous. And of course, uh, Miss uh, Miss Louise uh, is not without her admirers. And some of them are quite well, quite wealthy. Anyway, uh, so he looks at you and says, "So, uh, you, uh, should I fix you up with a room, or are you not no, staying?" No, no, we're we're not staying today. Okay, we need to get get All to right. um, well, Suspend Junction. He says, uh, "He says if you go outside, you could probably interest some of the the people out in the in the chairs to come on in and play some poker with you uh, if you want to just pass some time." Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, of course, you know, once you finish up that meal that uh, uh, that that my wife has uh, has so generously uh, provided for you. Now, 
I'm not sure about that. I think we'd probably be best getting on our way. So we can get there. Well, you're going to um, have to wait until your your friend shows up, right? Ain't yeah. It's, okay. Well, it's up to you. Why don't you just tuck into that, that, that breakfast of yours and maybe yeah. he'll show up. Okay. We'll finish eating. Okay. All right. Uh, Zach, uh, why don't you uh, roll me a bigger check? My character does not have gambling skills. And he's which on means, here again. Which means poker is probably going to get him. All right, I don't know what his his, his vigor is. I'm going to assume it's a D8. So let's roll for his uh, vigor check here. That's a six. Okay, so Zach is uh, Zach will come down after about an hour, pretty much after you finish e- eating your okay. breakfast, and uh, he'll be he'll be a, a little tipsy because he's uh, been drinking. Definitely gonna. There's, there's gonna be a lot of smells on them, some perfume. Uh, there's gonna be some, uh, uh, you know, the smell of the the the, uh, the sherry he was drinking, and uh, and a few other things. A little little sweaty, but he seems to be uh, far more rested than when he woke up this morning. Well, now we actually had to fly here overnight, so we. Only could have gotten rest at shifts, right? Right. Because you always have to have somebody at the so pilot always, seat. It's always good to have a yeah. pilot and a co-pilot, especially when you're flying at night, just in case something would happen. Because you know, you've got basically nothing. You're, dro- you're, you're literally flying by instruments. You're flying in the dark. Yeah. Okay? So, um, Zach is just, just gone, I guess. Please send me another text message. Wireless is out. Alright. You out? Alright, so um so the three of you back together. Yeah. So at some point we're gonna um go off to um six gun junction because you know we're not getting the lubricants here, we're not getting the seat covers here. Right. Um, so you want there's to not much in the way of tourists, touristy right. stuff here. We're going to try to reboot the route. Okay. Um, all right. So are you going to just get, you know, get back in the wagon and uh, ride, you know, ride yourself, get, you know, ride back to the yeah. airport? Okay. Sure. Although, you know, Zach could always have something different in mind. I, I think Zach is probably fine with that. Okay, so um, let's go then. And uh, uh, how long does it take to get your plane in a condition where you can fly it again? No time at all. Okay. I mean, they have to go. They'll have to go through the pre-flight checklist again because I'm sure they shut everything down. But other than that, it takes like maybe 15, 20 minutes to go through that. All right. Off. So you guys have to ride back in, in the wagon. Gomez yeah. will take you along again. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, he he and Zach will be chuckling over a few things, um, and uh, meanwhile, uh, 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 you, you notice that um, uh, that Natasha, okay, has, has pulled out a uh, a piece of paper and, and a pencil, and she's she's and she's writing, Mrs. Ben, <laughs> and, you know. 
Mr. and Mrs. and trying like different scripts uh, and floral patterns. Mrs. Natasha. I, she's she's just practicing. Little curly cues, little hearts over over uh, you know the, the, some of the over the eye on her on her name Natasha. Yeah, just, um, she looks over to you and just smiles this big smile. I think I say I think you're getting a little too eager with that. With what, honey? With writing that. She folds up. I didn't write. I says I'm not writing anything, honey. I was just doodling over here. Yeah. It's the way. She looks at you and she just smiles. So, again, an hour later, you guys get back to the airport. Yeah. Go into the plane. Um, it was, we ate at 9, it was announced it's 10, an hour later it would be 11. So, you go through your checklist, put the plane in gear, so to speak. And, uh, uh, okay, well, uh, this is kind of shut itself off. Alright, so, um, and you take off, flying over to, for Six Gun Junction. And, can I see that map? Sure. There you go. Hempstead is, is the other name for Six Gun Junction. And, uh, the, uh, and you go flying in, uh, and you land, basically land there. It's, it's, it, clearly it's a much more going concern. You see a lot of buildings. It's an actual downtown kind of area, but not like real build. I mean, we're talking, when we say downtown, we're talking like this. Ah. Okay, which is small buildings. Um, but you do see telephone lines. You do see, uh, uh, other things. Uh, what looks to be like power, power poles, like, you know, lamps okay, out I on guess the streets. I, I try to see about how. Look around, see about how far the city extends. Like, would I, if I want to, like, just walk along and see where some building is, would I have to walk around several blocks, or is it just like one main street? Oh, there's uh, there's a number of blocks you have to go around. <laughs> and of course, the biggest thing here, covering at least an acre, okay, is, is this gigantic casino with lights on it. Though they're not lit up right now, but you can still see lots of glowing lights inside. You can see all the little. Dancing lights you expect, uh, big tall thing um, with uh, banners around it. You know the Kickapoo Casino. Uh, there's uh, it's, it's, there's a there's a gate to go in you know, to go into the walk up toward it. Uh, there's surreys and, and wagons and road going up and around. Uh, it looks like a really high class place. Uh, probably one of the nicest, nicer than most of the places you've seen in the Himalayas so far. 
even that you know nice little. I mean, it's as nice as that. Uh, uh, well, it's it's very high tech looking. I mean, so it's. Uh, oh, okay. Um, it's very high tech looking. You know, with gleaming metal and all the rest of that stuff. So it looks completely um, anachronistic along with the rest of the town. But apparently, they don't care because. They're Kickapoo, and they're making a ton of money. Okay, so um, all right, so and once you, when you arrive at the airport, they actually do have you know uh, uh, wagons and, and and surreys there waiting for people to get off the plane. They actually have people, you know, unlike the other one, where you had to wait for somebody to come out and get you. They actually had people waiting there, but it's still all you don't see any like cars. All you see is you know, people with horses and, um, and wagons and, and draft animals uh, uh, moving around. So it's still, you know, the, ni- uh, the, 19- the 1897. Okay. Except for the phone lines in the casino. Except for the phone lines in the casino. Correct. And uh, you said they, they probably have incandescent lights, too. Right? Oh, they definitely have incandescent lights. And they had those, by the way, back then. The, uh, and they out, and, and of course you'll find in the casino they have fluorescent lights and all kinds of other stuff. Like that, so. uh, but anyways, it's a it's a big downtown area. Uh, there's clearly some government buildings here, um, and uh, yeah, there's the there's the it's, it's called the what county chamber of commerce, the Waller County Chamber of Commerce, and of course you see lots of people walking around. You see this one guy walking over, and he's dressed like a rhinestone cowboy. He has, you know, he's got tooled leather shoes. He's got twin sh- uh, uh, shooters. He's got a big wide belt. He's got chap- white chaps on leather um, uh, waders. Or, you know, anyways, uh, leather pants, uh, a fringe shirt, uh, white, you know, and a uh, and a big hat, and he's got a big deputy star, you know, on his on his shirt. And he walks over to you, and he says, "Hey there, partner." He says, he "says he says I arrest you in the name of Waller County on account that you ain't having a good enough time." Well, so you're going to sentence me to have a good time, then, right? No, that's the judge's job. My job is to throw you in the hooskow. Come on with me. Pulls out a gun. Now he knows he's pointing the gun straight up. Well, um, I'll follow him. All right. He walks you over to one of the wagons and he gets you into one of them. He says, "All right." He says, "Don't, don't, don't you try to escape, none, or I'll have to fill you full of holes, like like them Swiss cheeses stuff." And he goes, you have Swiss cheeses here? We have all kinds of stuff. We ain't no Batwater town like uh, Galveston. Yeah, we're, we're trying to find a place called the um, Kickapoo Fine Leather Goods. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff here for you to find. Just hold on now. And he, he kicks out and starts, and this thing goes forward. It's moving pretty quickly. About, um, maybe is, does everybody go in? Or? I assume so. Okay. He, he arrested everybody, actually. And, um, and, and he basically rides you right over to the casino. So I sentence you for at least two hours here at the casino until you get a, until you get a better complexion because you're uh, way too blue. 
I, I don't think uh, two hours at the casino are going to help with that. Oh, he says, yeah. I mean, may, might empty my pockets, but anyway, I, I first, I, I need to go to a, to a store and buy some stuff. Yeah. First. And of course, you realize at this yeah. point that he yeah. is not, he's not right. a deputy. But he has an actual gun. He's, he's, well, yeah, he has an actual gun, but he's actually, he's clearly, he's, he's like a cab driver. Okay, now I looked around <laughs> um, where the... Where the casino is, is the, the casino is not isolated from other stores. Right? No, it, okay. it basically everything is look around. Everything is surrounding it pretty much. Okay, look look around. First of all, see if I actually see the Kickapoo Fine Leather Goods. Go ahead, make make a notice. I, actually, even if we see it, the first thing I need to do, I need to go to the store and buy a pair of binoculars because my pair of binoculars got dropped out of a window at Lizard Woods. Or it, it was either Lizard Woods or before. I think it was Lizard Woods. Three. Guess I don't see it. Guess you don't see it. Okay. Look around for a, see if I see like a store where I can buy a pair of binoculars. All right. So you get, you're basically going to have to go out and uh, <laughs> uh, and, and explore the neighborhood a bit. So, okay. All right. So after you've been out there wandering around a bit. The sun is pretty hot, by the way. You could feel air-conditioned, cold air blowing at you. And where he pulls the, sun, the sun is pretty hot. I think maybe I should buy a hat, too. Yeah, well, you can also buy those at someplace like Pickapoo Fine Leather Goods. Yeah. Unless, of course, you want a straw hat. Well, what kind of hats do people usually wear here? Who are you asking? I look around. Um, you see uh, mostly they're wearing leather hats. A couple people are wearing bowlers. Uh, some people are wearing straw hats. Uh, there's even some uh, people wearing uh, Chinese coolie hats. Are they Chinese? So, In appearance? It's not hard to tell because they're very shaded uh, by that. Make okay. a notice check. Six. They could be Chinese. Okay. Um, they're definitely the right height for so, um, anyway, so make a, uh, you, both of you guys, uh, need to make a, uh, streetwise check. A streetwise check? Yeah. Is that knowledge or, I mean, is that uh, smart? It probably is a smart roll. Five. If you don't have that, is that a, a smart check? Uh, yeah, streetwise is a smart check. But that's it. D4 minus 2, or? That'd be a D4 minus 2 if you don't have the uh, jack of all trades edge. I rolled a 2. Alright. So, you guys wander around a bit, see lots of different kinds of stores, uh, all of them supporting the Western persona, but also having lots of great stuff in it. There's clothing stores, there's, um, there's you know, there, there's Stores for, um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, supermarket, well, not supermarket, they have grocery stores and fruit stands, and they've got, uh, lots of, uh, wool goods, and there's some hats. Do the, do the stores have air conditioning? I know you said we felt cold air from the casino, but right. that's high tech. Right. But I, I think even if they're pretending to be Old West, they probably want air conditioning. Okay. Well, um, 
Are you actually going to go into some of these stores? Well, I, I'll go into a store and see if like, I might carry a pair of binoculars. When you go into a store, you notice that the air in there is considerably cooler, but you don't feel that icy coolness of air conditioner. It just feels it's cooler, and the air is moist inside. Maybe they have ice or something. Anyway. Um, um, uh, why, uh, why don't you, uh, Zach, why don't you go ahead and make a um, history check? You rolled a 10? Right. Okay. Alright. So, from your history check, you remember that right about the same time was the invention of what we call a swamp cooler, which is a device that you'd put it to, at, on your rooftop, uh, and what would happen is, is that you would, uh, it would run water using a pump or some kind of a, a, a tank, and they would run water over a, a mesh, either uh, rattan or cloth or later on metal. And what, what would happen is, is that the water would evaporate uh, due to the, the sun, and it would cool, in the evaporate, it would cool the air that surrounded it, and that cold air would then drop down into the house, cooling the house, forcing the warmer air out or up. And this was called a swamp cooler because it it made the, the air moister. It works really well in drier areas that are like Texas and such. Um, and it also uh, it required no uh, electricity other than pumping uh, water, which really wasn't necessary. You could do with a regular pump into a tank, like I said. Uh, it was completely passive, uh, since, uh, a system of cooling. And it was the main way, other than fans, it was the main way that, uh, uh, people in, in the drier areas of the South and the West kept their houses, uh, tolerable temperatures during the heat of the day. So this, 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 this has, uh, you look up at the ceiling and what you see is you, you see grills in the ceiling. Mm. You know, a, a, like a big grill in the middle of the ceiling, like something should be coming through it. And, of course, what's coming through it is cold, is cool air, not cold air. Mm. But it's quite more, it's quite better, nicer feeling inside. You wouldn't want to be wearing heavy, you know, a lot of heavy wool or anything like that in here. But at the same time, is it, you know, wearing normal clothing, it's actually comfortable. It's about the same temperature as this room here. Mm. Okay. Maybe a little warmer, maybe more a little closer to 80, but not the 85, 90 degrees that the outside is currently at. Okay. Um, so, anyway, see if they have the pair of binoculars. Okay. Uh, you do, yeah, they, they do, and you also see something else that you weren't expecting to see. They have a small selection of television sets. Hmm. Or anything like on display showing programs? Um, no, but you could ask someone to turn one on. Well, no. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where if you see it, you have to assume it works. Yeah. And so, but the question is, do you want one? No, I don't. So, okay. 
So it's, it's kind of sitting over there like a, uh, it's like if you walked into a, a showroom and you saw a uh, Maserati sitting over on the showroom floor, would you immediately say, hey, would you turn that thing on for me? <laughs> could, I go to, could I take a test drive? If I wanted to buy it. Well, if you wanted to buy yeah. it, sure. But you wouldn't, it wouldn't be sitting there purring away in the showroom. Okay. So, the, uh, this place does have electrical lights. Um, they tend toward the fluorescent big bulbs. Um, and, but, uh, it's, it's got, uh, a number of, uh, of useful, uh, it's got a radio, um, it's got, uh, it's, it's say you've got the, the, some, some, you know, low, low end uh, electronics, um, like, uh, oh, what am I think of here? Cassette uh, players? I wouldn't say that, but, uh, but maybe some, uh, alarm uh, clocks. Alarm clocks, yeah. Clock would be a good idea. Clock, or, uh, possibly a, uh, some kitchen, uh, some ki- kitchen appliances, like a blender, or a mixer, uh, a toaster. Things like that. I mean, there's some, even though, you know, they're, they're trying to stay with the 1897, you know, motif, it's clear that these people aren't, aren't sticking to it slavishly. Especially right next to the gleaming tower of, of, of modern opulence, the Kickapoo, you know, casino. When you get further out from here, you might find them getting more and more toward trying to stick with the, uh, the, the, the genre, let's say, of the environment. So, um, Anyway, so you buy yourself another uh, pair of binoculars, okay? Uh, and you're going to pay a pretty penny for them, too. Uh, okay, there's at least more expensive a, here. They're than definitely that. more expensive um, here. There's at least a 20% markup. Apparently, uh, they're also in demand. <laughs> it's also one of the reasons. You know, it's, okay. uh, apparently, some uh, a place like this uh, has a bigger need for looking longer distances, but with animals and such. Uh, so anyways, uh, I'm not quite sure what the price is on it. Did you? No, I didn't. Okay, well, we can look that up a little later and take care of that. So you get that, uh, but you also get an opportunity to ask the guy where, um, the, uh, take uh, a sign letter goods. Goods, and he tells you where it is, and so that's why your streetwise check succeeds. And you head on over there. Right. Okay, and this is a very nice store. It's filled with, uh, all kinds of le- leather clothing and paraphernalia, everything from everything that a cowboy would need, um, and also a lot of other things. I mean, there's leather lampshades, there's leather um, uh, 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 furniture of all kinds, leather clothing, leather belts, uh, leather uh, wallets, um, uh, holsters, uh, and of course, ten gallon hats. And they come in a variety of colors and, uh, and blues, reds, all kinds of things like that, not including the whites and the browns. Um, and there's plenty of, uh, some of them have a very strong Indian motif to them. Others are much more toward the, um, uh, the, the Mexican aspect of it. Uh, as, uh, and some of them look very much like your traditional cowboy hats. So you have a wide variety here. Hmm. Clearly, this place is is a going concern. They've got maybe uh, uh, three or uh, at least uh, three, if not four, 
uh, salespeople out working on okay, the customers that are there. I'll buy a white hat and then. You, um, see, you see a fair amount of uh, people there who are obviously not from this environment. They're dressed in off environment clothing and stuff. And, and then I go and I ask to. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll ask the person at the cash, cash register. I'm here to pick up um, a okay. shipment. Um, There's no one staying there at the um, cash register. It's one of the salespeople. Okay, well, I'll ask one of the salespeople. Um, aside from buying this hat, I'm here to pick up a shipment. And I have the receipt here. Okay. Um, well, may I see it, please? I show, show him the right. receipt. He, take, he, 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 he takes it and uh, he, uh, he says, uh, I'm going to need to take this and, and, and check our, our law. Okay. All right. So he takes the, the, the book away from this. As he does that, of course. He takes the book? Yeah, it's, it's in the journal. Isn't it like separate? No. It's not like. It's written down on the page. So he doesn't actually have a receipt for it, then? He does. It was written down on the page. So it's written down on the same page with all the other stuff in it? Yeah. I, te- I tear the page out. I give him the page. Oh, okay. Well, then that's fine. All right. In fact, there's no reason to even carry the whole book with me. It just had the receipt in my pocket. Um, oh, you never said anything about that. So, okay. So I, I had assumed it was just so like a hand- separate slip of paper. No. There is okay. okay, so you hand him the. I mean, it's literally that a lot of things are written in the journal, and most most of your receipts were actually uh, are, were written in a few of them were a few of them were forms, like the one that was from New Pittsburgh. Uh, that one was actually, as I said, out in like a triplicate thing, and that was actually folded in there, and, uh, and I think it was stapled to the page. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, he takes it to the back, and he. Uh, uh, and he tells you that uh, it's it's not here in the store. It's in our storeroom. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can have that for you uh, uh, tomorrow morning okay. if that's all right. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, he says it's it's no problem. It's it's a large item, so we're going to have to bring it over with a, a wagon. Okay. Our, our plane is at the airport. Would you like it delivered to the airport instead, or? Do you want to bring it here so you can inspect it? Um, you can inspect it at the airport also, but if you don't like it, you'll have to bring it back. There shouldn't be any problems. Yeah, well, you can bring it to the airport. Okay, we'll, we'll definitely do it. Um, how? Do, uh, which plane will be yours? By the um, way, there were quite a few planes. I, I give them whatever name is on a plane, which may or may not be a ticker of a transport. Depending on how the changeable sign went. Well, you probably want to go with whatever that sign says currently. Um, I'll, I'll tell him that. All right. He says, that's fine. Uh, we will deliver it to there. Although, okay. actually, I'd probably tell him Tinker and Transport because it says Tinker and Receipt anyway. Okay. Uh, who uh, who should I ask for? Um, um, what's the engineer's name? Eric? Or? Eric. Okay. Eric Beetlebaum. Okay. Ask for Eric Beetlebaum. Okay. All right. We will do so. This is what would you like me to uh, 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 ring up that hat? Yes. Okay. Uh, he looks. He looks at. It, he says, "Now uh, we do provide uh, custom locking for the hat. Uh, is uh, is that something you'd like? Custom locking? Yeah. It's it's something that you do to make the hat fit your head better. Is that something that we? I mean, we can definitely. Uh, you know, we need to." To, to add some padding to the uh, the brim, 
to match up with your head shape, but we can actually do some specialized work to make it literally sit on your head better. Okay, I'll ask him, how much does that go for? Uh, that goes for uh, four silver pieces, mm-hmm. but uh, and it does take like about four days to do properly because uh, we're going to have to wet the, you know, we're going to have to wet down the, the leather. I, I don't, because I, I don't know how long we're going to be in this environment, so I'll just buy the hat. Then. Okay, He's, so he says, all right. So he goes over and measures your head. Yeah, and he goes and proceeds to put uh, some some padding uh, inside of the brim of the hat so that closer fits your head properly uh, because uh, you know, hats are the, the, they make they tend to make them bigger but you can you can see that if, if, if they made some tailoring that the hat you know it would fit your head better and tighter you know which might make a difference in the storm uh, but he, uh, it, the hat does come with a rawhide string down around you know your uh, under your chin because you taught it up so you can't lose it in a high wind. Uh, and, he's, and he says, "Okay, here you go. This is uh, 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 this 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 uh, now. I don't know how expensive a hat you're looking at. Uh, is this a, a, a fairly plain hat? Or is this a very made hat? A fairly plain hat? Okay, a fairly plain hat will go for about will go for three silver pieces. Okay." It's fine. All right. So you pay him these three silver pieces, yes. and he he asks. He, he looks at you and he says, uh, "Perhaps uh, something for the lady." Natasha um, is any hat catcher fancy? She uh uh well she she says well it, uh says I kind of like something other than the uh, uh than the the, 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 the cloak and. And hood that, that I've been wearing recently, uh, something that would keep the the sun off. You think uh, maybe uh, uh, one of those uh, uh, pretty bonnets over there with the uh, flowers uh, yeah, engraved on them? And I think it looks nice. On, it'll look nice on you. Try it. Okay. So she goes over and tries it. And this one's and, and this is uh, has a a ribbon, a red ribbon that comes down. Or it, it, it says that can be replaced with a blue ribbon if you prefer. Uh, and uh, and it looks you know it's it looks nice. It's uh it also has places where you can put pins through. Like you want to pin it to your hair instead. Um, it's it looks nice on okay. uh, It's it's uh you know it has it has a slight brim on it, so it can uh, and it also has a, a place to attach uh, a veil. So it could actually be used for uh, more formal occasions. Okay. Um, well, after I buy the hat, um, I guess we finished all of our equity. We're not that, finished all our official business. That's, that hat's four silver. Okay. More um, expensive than um, yours. It's much more ornate than yours. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, and, and it, it clearly has a lot more fiddly bits with the engraving and stuff like that than yours did. Okay. Um, I, I give the salesman the name of the type of lubricant that we should be getting and I um, asked where I can get some of that. Well, I don't know exactly about that kind of lubricant. Okay, uh, we do use some, uh, we generally use waxes uh, in our hats, not not oils. Uh, so, uh, but I'm sure that uh, 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 
says, I'm so, uh, you could possibly buy that over at the airport, uh, where your plane is, but, uh, otherwise, I would suggest that you talk to, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, uh, the huge, I'm sorry, uh, the, uh, the gun works down, uh, down the street. Okay. They, uh, I'm sure that they, it sounds like what you're needing is for, like, machinery of some yes. kind, and they have a lot of, you know, machinery there. You know, uh, finely tooled devices. Okay. Now, it, as far as the quantities that you need, I, I don't know. It's, you need a lot of it. Um, yes, I need like 20 gallons. Wow, that's a lot. Um, yes. You may have to put a special order in for that. So, anyways, um, but that's my business. Could I perhaps get um, more if we were to go to where the oil well is, where they have oil products there? Right, but at the same time, is that they're they're like the equivalent of the warehouse, I mean, the the, uh, the, the, the producer, okay? You know, they fulfill orders over there. They don't, uh, in the, 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 they move the stock out as quickly as they can. They might have what you need. I don't know. Um, it just depends on how exacting your needs are. So, uh, uh, but the oil well is over in uh, Dallas, and that's not here. That's a that's a uh, uh, that's a another plane ride or a stagecoach ride away from here. Uh, about it's about a uh, at least a half day, if not a day's journey. Well, actually, it'd be a full day journey because you're going to go through the mountains. And if you want to take the route around the mountains, it's even further. Just a pet. But, you know, the nice thing about taking a ride to the mountains is it's cool, right? All right. Well, sir, uh, very, uh, very happy for your patronage, and I hope that the gun works will be someday. So how far away are the gun works? They're like two blocks away. Oh. Okay. And as you get to them, you can hear this you can hear this muffled sound of, 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 of guns firing. And outside you, 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 you uh as, as you uh, as you walk up you, you see this thing stand up and you, and, you, and you hear, Hey partner! He says he says, draw and are you gonna draw? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. I, I take out my gun. I don't point it anywhere. Okay. Well, he he pulls up a gun and fires it, and there's a big bang that comes off the end of it. He says, "Gotcha!" I so, say, "Ah!" I probably said that hit, but I still say, "Ah!" And the uh, and, and, and the uh, uh, automaton says, "Says you're." He says, "Better luck next time." You better upgrade your 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 uh your hog there, partner. Says go on in. They'll fix you up right nice. Uh, we, actually, we're not trying to to buy guns here. Uh, we're trying to buy um oil for machinery. We need about twenty gallons of oil, and we were told in a store that you might have it. Okay, Zach. Zach. Yeah, you might want to inform Ben that he's talking to a uh, a, a, a clockwork man. Oh, it wasn't actually anyone he's not, there. He's not actually talking to a real person. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't notice that. <laughs> okay, forget that. 
Forget that, Dad. I go inside the store. Natasha giggles and says, You're so silly. I go inside the store. It gives you a little pinch. All right, so you go inside. The I, store. I, I thought it was like a guy shooting at an automaton, but the guy wasn't one. No, the the, the automaton was shooting at you. Oh, but he was shooting blanks. Okay, but you didn't shoot him fast enough. So uh, okay, I mean, you, when you get closer, you realize he's got <laughs> holes through him where he's been shot multiple times, and the and, and behind him is a thick metal plate that obviously is designed to deflect the bullets down. Okay, it's possible that there could be a ricochet. And that could hurt somebody, but no one seems to mind too much. Okay, anyway, I go inside. It's also on their property, so yeah. All right, so you go inside, and again, you you feel uh you feel the relief of the swamp coolers kick in, and you also notice that there's a lot of of uh, swirling fans in here. The reason for that is pretty obvious because in here you see that in addition to a rather extensive gun shop. There's also a firing range where large masses of black powder smoke are pouring out of weapons as people try out their weapons or practice on the range and are being, you know, sucked up and blown away by these fans whirling up uh, uh, above you. Okay. All right. Um, a little, uh, a little pretty something. We're in a, uh, uh, an outfit that reminds you of a uh, Wild West show. The spurs are ringing because everybody says, "Hey, partner!" He says, "Looks at you and says, don't tell me you're going to kill, try to kill somebody with that little thing, are you?'" And Natasha says, "You'd be surprised at how many people I've killed." Oh, she's talking to Natasha. No, okay. she's talking to you. If Natasha answered, okay. Um, I say, um, and, and, and her her voice was a little biting. I, I say, um, you realize that this girl is talking to you is very attractive. Um, she looks to be about maybe seventeen years old, which in hinterland years is like what could be seventeen years old. That's about the point where age is arrest. She could actually be seventeen, but she's basically going over and she's she's uh, she, she's talking you up. Okay, well, I, I say um, we're not actually here to buy weapons. Uh, we're here to buy machine oil because we've been told that this is a good place. You have that? She looks at you a little, little surprised, more than up. This is machine oil. Yes. Um, do you have? Uh, do, you, yeah, do you have some like heavy equipment? Do you have like a Gatling gun or it, or or some kind of thing like that? It's a it's a complicated thing that we have. Um, that we're still trying to put together. Well, she says, I really couldn't say. I mean, I know our stock pretty well, but I'm not really sure about things like lubrication. Let me go get one of the, the, the gunsmiths out here, okay. and maybe he can help you out. So she goes over and uh, 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 and, and runs off, you know, her, her feet chinging, and, and you can hear the sound of them, you know, scratching it. The, the the floor the floor by the way is is covered with sawdust but it's also got lots of grooves in it looks like it's it's seen a lot of heavy use in here possibly more than a few accidental discharges as well it's, it is almost it, it is quite a din in here because the, the, of the sound of the gunfire going 
you're actually, when you talk to each other, you literally almost have to kind of yell at each other a bit. Uh, you see a guy standing over there next to a, a, a gun rack, uh, and he's he's kind of like, you know, he, he reaches over and he pulls out this fine breech-loading, uh, it looks like a shotgun, a really big one, okay? And he, and he, and he looks at you, and he kind of like, you know, gives you the eye and winks. Points at it. Because he seemed to be asking, wanting me to fire it or trying to sell it. Uh, he's obviously wants you to come over and examine it. Uh, well, I'm sure I'll come over. Okay. He says, Howdy, partner. He says, Good Howdy. day to see you, sir. He says, Is it cool enough in here? Yes, yeah, cool enough in All here. All right. He says, uh, says, My name is, is, is Roy. My name is Dan. This is Natasha. And Zach, Zach yeah. uh, says, well, says, I, I want to introduce you to, to one of the finest fouling pieces that's ever graced the lands of the hinterland. Says, this, uh, this device is, uh, was carried on hunting expeditions by kings and queens of Europe. The, this fine weapon fires a, uh, really, so it's from outside the hinterlands. Uh, no, it's actually been manufactured here according to, um, uh, uh, according to historical plans. Uh, and I, and you see this mark over here? Okay, that is, that means it's from our, it's from the foundry, uh, uh, and it's been through extensive stress testing. So you can have confidence, unlike some weapons out there, uh, and some in this store, uh, they have not been through the extensive high-powered testing that this particular weapon has. You can I, have, I see you've got extensive testing facilities. I look over at the range. No, I, it's just, that's, a, that's a range, sir. That is where you get to try out a weapon, see how it feels in your hands, or maybe increase your ability to use it. Now, the testing facilities we are talking about is the bunker. This is a place where... We take weapons that we want to be sure of the finest quality, and we triple the amount of propellant in those weapons, uh, and we fire them extensively to make sure that they do not fail, so that we, you know that your weapon will never fail uh, unless it suffers catastrophic damage as a result of some external force. Okay, well, it's, I'm not actually here to buy weapons. Um, I'm here because we need to, in order to find um, some machine oil for lubrication, I was informed that this may be the best place to find it, outside of near the oil well. Well, uh, that, that may be. Uh, uh, I, I see that um, uh, Annie, uh, when you were talking to Annie, is she taking care of that for you? Um, she she ran, tells the girl ran off. Um, she didn't really... Uh, she said that somebody else would have to talk to me. Um, was it one of our gunsmiths? Uh, um, I, I forget what name she mentioned. She she said it was going to be one of your gunsmiths. Uh, she, yeah, yeah, it would be. That's uh, they'll, they'll be right out. They're, okay. You know, they're they're probably you know. She, I mean, they they do love their guns. You know, the, someone one of them may be right. You know, they're probably right in the middle of something, but they'll, they'll be out as soon as they can. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, I really uh, want to encourage you, sir, to, 
to really examine this piece. Look at the beautiful uh, handwork on this weapon. On this this weapon, this thing uh, will take down half a flock of geese in a single shot. It's essentially a gigantic shot. That's why it's called a fowling piece, is because it's designed to take out fowl, like geese, and other types of airborne prey. It's also very useful if used against particularly large animals. Let's say if you were ever to go on a safari of some kind, and were attacked by... Uh, dinosaurs. Well, dinosaurs, sure. Dinosaurs would be really good. Uh, is, uh, and uh, you can, uh, in fact, uh, put a variety of ball sizes in this particular weapon, and I'm sure that uh, it would be uh, very formidable against uh, a, a, a creature of, of larger and tougher uh, 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 size. Just, just to ask you something that I've been sort of wondering here, I noticed that since, since your, your, um, environ is sort of westernish, um, and you have things like your guns that are also sort of westernish, are they modern guns, or are they old guns? This is a new weapon, sir, it is, and it has been made according to the, the finest metallurgy that we have available to us. It's not made using the old methods. However, uh, it is certainly made, the designs that we make weapons to are appropriate to uh, this particular, uh, to, to in, in general, in particular. Now, we do do special custom orders that are not uh, genre weapons. Okay? But that's something that has to be ordered special. You won't find that in our showroom. But it doesn't mean you won't find it. Yeah. It looks like it gives you a weight. Uh, but, uh, I, it says, I, I, again, I, I recommend that you don't miss the opportunity to get this wizard weapon, sir. This, this will, this will be the, this will, this will be the grand dame this, of your weapon collection. This will be the one that people, when they see it, they'll like, this man knows his weapons. Look at you know, it's, it's not only gorgeously functional, it's just gorgeous. I say, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Okay. I'll just wait here for the gunsmith. All right. And he goes and closes up, puts it off, and says, Could I interest you in any ammunition, sir? No, thank you. Okay. Well, uh, so we have a snack bar over there on the side, if you wish to wait over there. Uh, there's also a number of uh, fireworks that uh, if you want to, uh, especially with uh, some of the festivals coming around. And, uh, uh, and, uh, and of course, uh, if you want to practice your uh, uh, practice your skill with your own weapons, our gun range is available for uh, rental at a very reasonable price. So, and he uh, 
Uh, and he just smiles at you. And as, oh. as, 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 as you stand there. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll wait here. Alright. Um, uh, Annie comes back with this uh, uh, rather uh, grizzled looking fellow. He's, he, it's, he's initially you think he might be uh, someone of uh, uh, you might think he was black. No, but when you, you get closer, you realize that his skin is actually gray, and his uh, and his grizzled beard and eye and eyebrows uh, are are you know are, are flecked with with bits of you're not quite sure what they are. Uh, it's, his face is, is black, and this, this guy is, is basically it's like you're looking at someone who's Who's been, who's been tending a coal furnace so long that the smoke of the coal fire itself has embedded it in his skin and changed the color of his appearance. You should feel a little bit of kinship with this man, considering yeah. he's black and kind of in the way that you're blue. Yeah. So he comes over, he looks, and of course he looks a little scant at the two of you, standing there looking very bluish, and he says, um, and, and he stops and whispers to her, and, and she and, and she back to the and comes over and waters her and says, "Hey, you're you the people that are looking for the uh, the, the the oil?" Yes. Okay. Uh well, uh, we could definitely special order you some some oil if that's what you be needing. Um, can you tell me something about what you need it for? Well, we right. Uh, so I can figure out what kind of grade you need and and, and weight density and all that stuff. Okay, I, I say and that's, that's a problem we're um, trying to follow some plans that we have, but we don't have all the plans yet. So we know that we need approximately this kind of oil. But I could give you more technical details and like to tell you the type of oil. Actually, the technical details were in the journal. Oh, no, on that then page. I, then I will tell them the details. Then. So you actually have the journal with you now that you said you left behind if you only brought the page. <laughs> I have the page for that too. Oh, good. No, you tore out another page. Wow. All right. So he takes this thing and peers at it. Holds it up close to his face, and looks at it, and, 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 and you know, and his eyes are tearing a little bit. Tears are dripping down the side of his eyes. And you can see that his skin is not only black; it's actually burnt, like he suffered a lot of you know, a lot of damage to his skin. Um, and says, "This is." This is some. This is some very. Uh, this is some very interesting stuff here. He says, "This is really high temperature uh, oils that you're looking for here." Yeah, it definitely. You have to get that from oil. You can't get that from animal fat. That stuff would burn up in a second, and it's got to be. Uh, and, and and the viscosity, yeah. This is some, this is some specialized newer. 
<laughs> so I said, nice stuff here. He says, whoa. He says, yeah, well, we got some stuff. I mean, we do have some stuff that's like this, but I really think you're going to probably want to take this, you know, to uh, the refinery uh-huh. and maybe get this stuff custom made. I mean, if you wanted exactly the what it says here, yeah. I mean, I can do, I mean, we could sell you some stuff that's probably close to it. We'd have to test it, mm-hmm. you know, to see how close it is. I mean, I don't know what your variances are here. You know, I mean, it's, but if you wanted exactly what it says here on this sheet, you're going to have to get it cooked, you know, uh, according to how you want it. Okay, and then, then I think we should go to the refinery then. Okay, and that's the refi- what you want. The refinery is in Dallas, right? That's over in Dallas, okay. yeah. Yeah, it says, and they uh, and they do have their own airport, so you can fly there if you want. Um, so this, uh, what? So there, there's a uh, there there are some. There are some uh, hopper flights that fly between the uh, uh, the, the various towns all. You know, uh, a couple of times a day. Oh, that, that's okay. We came here on a plane. Oh, you have your own plane? Yes. Oh. This is Rich Boys, are you? Well, it's it's something we pretty much happened into. Okay, then. Well, um, like I said, um, and do you know how much you need? Yeah, we need 20 gallons. Ooh. Yeah, that would be, uh, that's a lot. Uh, 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 it, we probably, uh, I'm not sure we had a whole 20 gallons of that, but like I said, we could probably get close. But yeah, this is, I suggest you go and get that over at the refinery. Okay. Um, I would love to, uh, or we would be glad to order it for you if you want to stay here and enjoy the sites here in, uh, uh, six, uh, cause I know that a lot of people are here for the casinos. Mm-hmm. We can order it for you and they, and they, you know, they ship it back over here. Now I think we'll actually, um, go. Go there. We're probably not going to be here in town more than another day. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, and um, so, uh, if you don't need me for anything else, I got okay, well, I got some uh, uh, I got some uh, some long arms that need some tender well, TLC. Well, thanks anyway. Yeah, there's no problem, man. Uh, so turns around and he he, uh, he, he, he ambles off. You know. Um, kind of bow-legged, bandy-legged, stirring okay. up. And, uh, and so, uh, so Annie turns back to you and says, well, you say, well, I'm sorry that uh, we can't help you out in that regard. Is there anything else that we can do for you? Yeah, would we be able to call up the refinery and order it, or would we have to go over there in person to order things? Because mm. um, I see you do have telephones. Yeah, the only... Uh, uh, where do you have cross town telephones? Uh, the only cross town telephones that you'll find, you have to go over to the government building. Yes. Uh, we do have telephones that we don't have a lot, a lot of them. They're not in like everyone's home. Okay. Uh, but we do have them, uh, especially over at the government building. There's a whole bank of them. Uh, and, uh, I wish, uh, I would suggest you use that. Although, I, I, since because of all the details, I may have to just show them the specifications anyway, so I might not be able to order it by phone. Well, you probably can read. Yeah, I mean, you probably can read the specifications off the page to somebody over the phone. That's what you want to do. 
All right. Anyway, so um, she says, well, and that's that's your best bet. I mean, uh, we have a phone here, but it's only for uh, uh, for, for, for business use. So it's at the stone mill of the day. Um, and, uh, and generally, and of course, for contacting the hospital. Occasionally, there's a somebody, some, occasionally somebody brings in a, a gun, not from here. They bring in something that isn't well maintained, and there's an accident. And almost on cue, you, you hear a kapow uh, on the gun range, and you hear this scream. And there's this guy standing there with his, you know, with his hands, blood spurting out where his fingers should be, you know, and, and, and something, sm- uh, you can't even see it smoking on the ground, and everyone diving for cover, you know, around him. He's like, ah! uh, it's- and he, and he, and he, and he cl- drops to his knees and falls over, and, at which point, you know, the, the, the gun wardens come running up there, and they... They, 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 they grab it and try to start providing uh, uh, medical assistance. Medical assistance to staunch the blood pouring out of the stumps of his fingers. Yeah. Um, I think we should get out of here and find the government building. Okay. Well, make a street wise check then. <laughs> Five. How about you, Zach? Four. Okay, so it's a six. Basically, you're 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 okay. uh, you're helping his role. Uh, all right. So uh, you you are a yeah you you are able to find it. You don't know exactly where it is, but it's not hard for you to find it. Yeah, uh, it's a it's it's a, it's a another two story building. This one made out of. Uh, uh, brick. Uh, got stauncher stuff than most of the wood that most of these other buildings are made out of. And, uh, uh, inside is, there's, you know, there's claims, uh, there's, uh, Mary's, uh, there's a place to, to get a Mary's license. Uh, <laughs> which Natasha says, look, honey. Steer her away. Look, honey. Mary's licenses. Uh, there's also, uh, again, Justice Peace. There's various uh, 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 places to, to, to record various legal documents. There's the uh, uh, the Waller County uh, Mayor's Office and and Commissioner and other things like that. Is there like a, a front desk person who I can talk to? Uh, there is. There's a, there, there's a number of uh, guys uh, sitting around uh, with rifles. Okay, and they're basically, uh, 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 you know, sitting in front of some books and uh, some things in binders. They look over at you and says, what can we do for you, friend? Do you have any pay phones we could use to call another city? There's a whole bank over there on the, uh, next to the restrooms. Okay, I say, do we um, pay you here or do they accept coins? Oh, they definitely accept coins. Okay. Uh, it's, yeah, it's... Says it's not cheap. It's going to take uh, pieces of silver. Uh, I'll go over there. Okay. Um, do they have um, phone directories? Uh, no, they they don't seem to have phone directories. This is my um, receipt. Well, okay, the receipt wouldn't have it because I did we didn't actually order the oil. Right. Um, 
I go back up to the front and say, do you have a phone directory? Uh, we have a directory for this building. Uh, uh, who, who are you trying to reach? Uh, I, I want to try to find their refinery. Because we need to um, order some some oil, but we also need to stay in the city for another day, and we figure we may as well order now rather than um, wait to go to go there and then wait for the order again. Right. Well, just go on over there, pick up the uh, uh, pick up the handset, okay? Ask the operator Turn, uh, and and ask the operator okay. to connect you. Okay. I'll I'll do that. I'll call up. I'll ask the operator. Okay. It says, uh, uh, and it says, uh, a Hampstead operator. How can I, uh, direct your call? Yeah. We'd like to, um, call the refinery in Dallas. Okay. Please hold, uh, for an operator in Dallas. Here, click, 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 click. Mutter, some, some, uh, murmuring. Uh, low, and then you hear, yeah, connecting you now, sir. Um, please deposit uh, uh, one uh, one silver piece for uh, uh, out of town service. For how many minutes is that? That's a connection fee, sir. Okay, how much is it per minute? Uh, it's one. It's one silver piece, not silver dollar. One silver piece per minute, sir. Uh, uh, please pay in advance. Um, how how many silver pieces are in a dollar? Uh, there's uh, uh, six. Okay. Um, I hope they don't put me on hold. Like I put in. Um, you are currently on hold. You're not connected. To yeah. Okay. Yeah. I put I put in. Um, I don't know three silvers. So you're going to put three silver dollars in? No, it's three silver feet. Well, no, but first you have to put a silver dollar in get connected to the uh, operator over in Dallas. Okay, so I'll put in a silver dollar for that, and then another silver dollar, which would be six minutes. Right? Yes. Okay. So this is an expensive $70 phone Really? It comes out to a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just because they have telephones doesn't mean it's cheap. Yeah. All right. So um, you're connected, and she says, "Operator, Dallas, how can I direct your call?" Uh, we like to um, connect um, to the refinery. Please hold. There's a click, 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 click. Says, says, um, uh, uh, Dallas, uh, uh. What is that called? Oh. There's actually an answer. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Petrolux uh, Oil Company. Uh, how many direct your call? Uh, I, I say um, we are, I say I'm representing a group of people who needs to purchase about 20 gallons of oil of a certain specification. We would like to um, order the oil. Of course, we would come and pick it up. Please, uh, it's available. You know, she, you, she interrupts you and says, please, uh, uh, please wait, connecting you to sales. Okay. This is, uh, your, uh, what's, uh, what's the, uh, where's the fire? There is no fire. We would like to order a 
about 20 gallons of oil of a certain specification. 20 gallons? That's a lot of oil. Yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be pulling you with a long-distance pull if we were just ordering, you know, a couple of ounces. Well, we need to... Hey, who's, uh, what's the name on this order? Um, the name on the order would be um, Ticker with Transport. Mm-hmm. Um, Write it down. We'll be... We'll come to collect it whenever you finish refining it. Um, I, if you have a pencil and paper, I'll give you the specifications. I'm ready to take your order, sir. I read off the specifications. Okay. Says, all right. Says, we can have that for you in three days. Okay. Um, can you tell us what the approximate cost would be? Yes. That's going to cost you uh, 100 silver pieces, silver dollars. All right. Says, now, says, you're going to need to go. Says, where are you currently at, sir? Um, we are in Hempstead. Okay. You need to go to the Kickapoo um, uh, Bank. Yeah. And you need to uh, deposit your money with them. Yeah. And they will and they will wire us a confirmation. Um, uh, they will deposit that into our account there in, uh, uh, in, in Hempstead County Bank and wire us a confirmation and we will get your order done as quickly as uh it, we'll put it in we'll put it in the pipeline is okay. what they'll say um it says the sooner you get that uh, payment done the sooner we'll get started okay uh, we'll i don't know if we can go and do that immediately but because we at least we'll probably have to go back to our plane and get the money because we're not going to carry 100 silvers with us probably not but at some point we we do it. Okay. Um, probably later today. Yeah, I may be wrong on that sword. I had to look it up. How much oil? Yeah, hold on a second. I mean, I, I'm assuming that the cost of the oil will be a lot more than the cost of the phone calls. I mean, the other players aren't here. I think you guys should make a decision rather than just hold up the game because they're not here. Um, it's going to be twenty four hundred uh, dollars to uh, to buy this oil. Now, for our game, yeah, that's fine. I think we should go ahead and, and again, that's what we were here. So, if that that is, now, were we were we given uh, a general? I don't think we were given a general budget, but if that's still in price, we're not supplying it anywhere else. So, I think yeah, we should, yeah. Uh, Okay, so you're going to authorize it. Okay, so, so you're going to have to go back to the plane yeah, and, yeah, and get, get the, the money. money. Yeah, we're going to, yeah, we have to get the money. We probably should end fairly soon anyway because it's 1049. All right, so, so we're going to say we're going to head back to the air, the plane to go ahead and get this uh, this oil done. Well, we get, get head to the plane to get the money. Take the money to the bank and wire the money to them. Right. Well, the bank is going to wire a confirmation that yeah. the money is in the bank. Yeah. They're not actually going to wire the money anywhere. There's no reason for them to do that. They, they, you know, this oil, this oil company probably has accounts in every town that they have a bank in. Yeah. So, so that's uh, that's what they're going to do. So if you want to stop here and wait until yeah. everybody gets back together again, because say, hey, we just committed ourselves to twenty four hundred dollars to buy this oil. <laughs> That's fine with me. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
next week. Yo, brothers. This was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at Tri-Tech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav of the Travcast, Hour 3 of Blind Wolf's Rubber Room Association on DementiaRadio.org, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern.